Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Mama Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Bent, and today's guest is super special. She's not only my friend, she's a business partner, she's my social media colleague, I guess you can call her my following, my mentor, my coach, my partner in crime. She's also my, um, what would you, what would you call each other? Our birthday sisters like we're, we just have so many connections ladies and gentlemen please welcome miss tanisha wilson to the mmv podcast yay thank you so much for having me today i'm excited i'm excited i'm super proud of you for actually starting this it's been something that i know that has been on your mind and heart and so i'm excited to be able to be a part of your your podcast today thank you love i love it i love it i love it so how we get started Mm -hmm. We let the people know who is Tanisha Wilson. Hmm. <laughs> Take it that I'm letting them know. <laughs> uh, Go for it. Tanisha Wilson. I always say Tanisha Wilson is a mom first. You know, I'm always a mom first. I'm a businesswoman, uh, but I, I'm definitely a mom first. I am your entrepreneur your brow boss, your uh, beauty influencer, and your motivational speaker. I would say I wear a number of hats, but in a nutshell, that is who I am. Love it. We do wear so many hats. Um, and so you started with the mom. Let's talk about, let's start there. Let's start. T tell us about your children. How many children you got? I have big, how many big people you got? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really not children anymore, but they're always mine. Uh, I have three. I have a 26-year-old son, a 22-year-old daughter, and a 15-year-old daughter. Come on now. Come on now. Mm -hmm. Three babies. And I know, I, I think you used to go by the mom tag. How did you get into entrepreneurship? Let's start there. Okay, so I was the mom. Mm -hmm. And um, I got into entrepreneurship because of my first daughter, my second child, and just being able to, you know, find that flexibility for myself to be able to still be a mom, which was very important to me, and still have an income. And it really came out of, you know, having a, a job in the corporate world and the challenges that I faced if, you know, she was not feeling well or you know, any kind of emergency that should arise while you have small children. And it really was born out of that. Um, I, I remember a particular incident where she wasn't well and I needed to leave to go and pick her up. And my immediate supervisor was like, you know, well, don't you have someone else? And if I had someone else that could have gone and gotten her on that day, I would have. I exhausted all of those avenues first before asking to leave. But for some reason, it just, weighed on me that this is the position I'm in, you know, mm -hmm. and um, it made me feel as though the children are then secondary. And mm -hmm. that, that really motivated me to say, I got to do something and be more in control of my own time. Uh, so I could be where I need to be when I need to be. Yeah, for sure. I know it. Uh, it's, again, going back to wearing all these hats, but then, you know, knowing that you need to 
work, right? To maintain your children. But then what do you do when you have no other options? And so entrepreneurship was your road. How has the journey of entrepreneurship been thus far? I'll tell you, in this era of social media, it is, it's interesting to see how entrepreneurship is glorified. And it's a great thing. I would never, yeah. ever, ever, um, you know, go back to what I once did in terms of, you know, working for anyone else. But it ain't easy. You know, it's still not easy That's 20 right. years later. Um, it's been quite the journey. It's been challenging. You know, there, the ugly parts of it, people don't really talk about, as we know, right? It's Absolutely. been very great, right? But it's been challenging. There is tremendous hardship associated with entrepreneurship. You have to really have a strong desire uh, to never be an employee again, <laughs> first and foremost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you have to, you know, really desire to be in control of your time, but you also have to be so disciplined because, yeah. Because we're in control of our time, you know, people think, oh, yeah, well, you're on your own time. And, you know, you can do this, that and the other when, well, yes and no, you know, because you still got to make money, as you said, right? Absolutely. So it's the discipline uh, that's associated with it as well. Uh, I, I wouldn't trade it, though, for anything. I've learned a lot. I've grown mm -hmm. a lot as a business owner, yes, but even just as a person, you know. And you never stop learning. You know, can we talk about the challenges just even coming up with COVID? You know, it's right. as an entrepreneur, when you weren't able to work, when I wasn't, because I'm in the beauty industry, and I was not able to work for such a long period of time. You're right. Um, mm -hmm. Had I not understood the importance of multiple streams. <laughs> Come on now. I don't know where I would be today. You know what I mean? Uh, so it comes with its challenges. But again, you have to love what you do. You have to really be doing it for the right reasons as well. And right. I think that's what really keeps you in the game. No, oh, I love that. I love that. Um, it definitely isn't easy, but it's so mm -hmm. necessary. Right? You, you touched on earlier, like entrepreneurship was the door that you went through because it gave you the flexibility to be not only an income earner, but also be available for your children when they needed you. Okay. And so that in itself, for some people, um, may find it difficult to even just balance that. You, you touched on discipline. And so this is something that I admire the most about you. I mean, I admire everything about you, but the discipline is like on a next level, which I think is where most people struggle, whether yeah. they're an employee or an, an entrepreneur. How did you, how did you develop that skill set of discipline? And when we're talking about skill set, I'm talking like people. Like Tanisha will wake up at four o'clock in the morning and then <laughs> think that that's okay. Like nobody should be waking up at four o'clock, but she gets up at four o'clock and starts her day. How did you develop that skill set? And 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 how do you how are you able to maintain it? You know, the first thing said is how did I develop a skill set because it really is a skill and it's something I mm -hmm. have to learn um I, I wasn't always there at that 4 a.m uh, wake up but one of the things that you learn or what that you should do for yourself when you are an entrepreneur is you have to stay developing self and you mm -hmm. have to stay developing your mind and so 
one of the, the key things that we can learn as entrepreneurs is to listen to people who are where we want to be and not just our friends. You know what I mean? And so through that process and learning and listening to other persons who uh, are entrepreneurs, who are very successful, then I want to learn what it is that they did. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear from, you know, uh, so many, it, it doesn't matter what industry, male, female, it doesn't matter what you do. There is a certain discipline that they follow. And a part of that, the, the, one of the biggest commonalities I found was their wake up time. You know, you talk yeah. about EP, Eric Thomas waking up at three o'clock in the morning. So my 4.30 is great. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, okay? And, um, you know, Tony Robbins and Les Brown and my coach and mentor, Stormy Wellington. She was not a 4 a.m.er but discipline down path, you know? And so you really have to develop the mindset of, well, if I want to get to where they are or even close to where they are, or even have a piece of what they have, then there's something about what they're doing that that's right. And I need to emulate that. And so I just did it, just did it, you know? Just did it. And can I tell you that? Mm Once you get going, it sounds crazy, but once you get going, man, it's, I, I've been telling you, I've tried this 4.30 thing. <laughs> People listening, uh, I will not. Okay, I absolutely will not. <laughs> that is not my ministry. Okay? <laughs> I have to work on going to my bed early because I'd be going to bed 3 o'clock in the morning. So 4.30 ain't happening. Yeah. You mentioned mentorship. As an entrepreneur, um, we always try to do it by ourselves, mm-hmm. right? We think that, you know, we're in business for ourselves, so we got to be by ourselves. How has mentorship impacted your journey of entrepreneurship? Massively, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know. That's and right. what you don't know, you don't know that you don't know it. And you, like anything else, you just have to invest in yourself. Like if you want to grow, it means that you've got to learn. You don't know everything when you just start. I still don't know everything and I'm still learning. And, you know, you have to, again, pay attention to the persons that are most like who you want to become Mm -hmm. or most like where you want to get to. And mentorship is one of those things that they spoke of. I mean, think about school, right? You you go to school, you go to university, or you, or you go to college, or high school, because that's the thing. A lot of entrepreneurs don't have degrees, right? A lot right. of really, mm-hmm. really successful ones don't. Your teacher instructs you. They teach you the information, and you learn. You put it into place, and you have success in the end. Well, it's the same thing. You know, people think entrepreneurship means, you know what, I'm just going to start a business. I'm just going to sell t-shirts. That's great. You can do that, right? But you can just sell t-shirts or you can really blow up the space with the t-shirts, right? And so how better to learn to do it than to learn from somebody who has done that, even if it's with another product, right? But you've got to learn. And so I have understood the value of investing in myself. I you know, we'll listen to people and I don't listen to everyone. It's whoever resonates with me. Absolutely. I go to- and 
yeah, I go to events. I do courses online. It could be a one-day course. It could be a three-day course. Um, and they have not always spoken to me. I've, I've listened to people that I'm like, ah, oh, this isn't it for me. And I've listened to ones that have really blew me out my seat. So, you know, it's, you, you got to take a chance. As an entrepreneur, every day that you commit, you are taking a chance on yourself. And, right. you know, it's a part of the investment. For sure. Um, something came to mind, as you mentioned, Stormy. She says, what you know, shout out to our coach, Stormy Allison. What you know, what what you know has gotten you to where you are today. So you always have to stay in the element of being a student. Because unless you are okay with where you're at, which exactly. any entrepreneur shouldn't be, we should always be thriving to striving to um evolve and to grow and to scale, right? And so in order to do that, we have to continue being a student and learn, learn from different people. And it also depends on what season you're in. As you grow, who you're with or who is leading you or mentoring you today may not be the mentor you need six months from now if you're That's actually right. implementing what you're learning. That's right. Love That's that. true. Love that. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you mentioned multiple streams of income, which... It's the way to go. Come on. <laughs> we know that yeah. the wealthiest of wealthiest always have multiple streams of income. Um, mm -hmm. You're in the beauty industry. You know, if you if you're not watching this on um, on YouTube, which it will be soon, um, you know, my <laughs> sister is gorgeous. Right. She is gorgeous. Um, I love that you not only focus on the outer beauty. Mm -hmm. Right, because we can look a certain way, but our true wealth is in our health. And right. I love that you um right. let's let's let us let us take take it back for a second. We met through an industry that, you know, has a lot of um misinformation, I would say, out there, right? Multiple streams of income and learning how to leverage not only, you know, what we do for ourselves but to help others do the same how has you how have you um how has multiple streams of income helped you with your legacy building let me go just just yeah start going around sorry go ahead well i mean i tapped into another stream of income so let, let's take it back to you know getting into entrepreneurship uh, first, I had a uh, gift basket business, tender gifts and more. Then I had a cleaning company made for you. And, you know, the thing about me as well is I'm, I'm never afraid to start over, right? I give mm -hmm. things time, but, you know, you got to find your, your niche. Uh, back in 20, 2009 is when I found the industry of network marketing. And mm -hmm. so at that time, uh, that was the industry that really, I would say, really catapulted me into entrepreneurship, you know, mentorship, understanding personal growth, development. It had has a huge part to play in me understanding all of those things. And it is what helped to really begin that for me because within six months of that company, I was able to buy a home. Um, I was able to, you know, get free and things like that. Uh, over the years, I still maintained 
you know, myself as a part of the industry of network marketing. But it was more of a vehicle to really do things that I wanted to do. You know, I've loved the beauty industry for a while. Wasn't sure where I was going to fit into it. I uh, did makeup artistry for a while and I had stopped doing that as well. But it was able to, you know, fund me in a way where I was able to get trained in permanent makeup, things like that. And again, multiple streams. When we talk about the pandemic, and I said my business was closed for quite some time, had it not been for me having that uh, network marketing business, right. that was work of income during the pandemic, right? And right. so when you think of what it is that I do, although I really, really love what I do as a permanent makeup artist, I have to touch your face to make money, mm -hmm. right? And so you have to think of ways where you're not just exchanging time for money. Even if you are at a, a job and it's great, corporate, whatever the job is, and, and you make great money, what other source is there in the event that? Because you always have to think in the event that. And that one stream is never going to be enough, you know? Right. So, you know, then you have to add things like I've added products. So, you know, I my phone could cha-ching when I sleep. It's great. Mm -hmm. Love you know, I've recently added an ebook to the streams of income and watched yes. it a few times yesterday. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, <laughs> so um, it's I, I, I now can't see it any other way. You know, I, I can't imagine being solely dependable on one stream. Right. I think that also is something that isn't talked about enough. Right. And mm -hmm. not even in the sense where it's just another way for you to work to make money it's yeah. how do you find ways to earn income passively because there is only certain amount of hours in the day especially as moms we do have our children our children have lives that we're also trying to foster whether they you know it's educational support and activity educate um what do you call it? All that. Uh, physical activity right sports and things like that so how do you really maximize that time if you have to be in so many places so passive income is definitely um something that many should open their eyes to open their minds to and look at I always believe that people have a gift and a talent and we are in a day and age where we have been given the luxury where we can leverage that through online businesses absolutely Great. absolutely I think a lot of people are are also um concerned with how they're going to balance things you know right. uh with strings one of the mistakes i made initially too and i can admit that i did that is trying to focus on too many things at once you know mm. we're about to get into multiple streams depending on what the businesses are too you really need to focus on a particular area and get it to a certain point before you right. take on the idea of doing something else but it definitely can be done and and like you said especially today there are so many ways that you can do it passively that doesn't require a whole lot from you. Uh, and, and I'm happy to say I'm learning more about some of those ways now. Come on now. So mm -hmm. something that just jumped out at me as that. So even though building one thing. So for people who or moms who are listening, who work a nine to five. Understanding that you can use that to fuel your passive income, like you already have a a solid income or a secured income or a dependable income, you know, mm -hmm. with some degree, right? We know that that is, you know, but 
if you have a job that you have a, a regular paycheck, that is something that you can leverage to start a business. Because you know what you're working with, right? Unlike yeah. us, on, you don't know, like this week it's this and next week it's that. But you know For that sure. every time this is what I'm working with. So you now know that, okay, I can take this much and that much to fuel the passive right. income. Yeah. So in doing that, this also requires a level of mindset shifting. How can you, what, what, what tips can you give to the listener who knows that she needs to develop another stream of income, but is so committed to the way that she knows how to, to earn income? What, what, what can she do to shift that mindset from where she is to what she needs to do? Well, the first thing is she has to really be uncomfortable with where she is. You know, a lot of people have learned to be comfortable in the discomfort. You have to, there comes a time where you are ready, you know, and then you have to stop listening to the wrong people. You have to just, it's, it's a, it's a decision that I don't believe is hard to make. You know, it, you know, coach says decide rhymes with homicide. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That I'm going to do this and whatever it is that you are doing that was not serving you has to die. Everybody has Has to go. Uh, It's, it's really just what you're telling yourself. A lot of people say, I don't have time to take something else on really, but you just watched a show for an hour. Thank you. Right. I don't have time to do this, but you know, I'm going to go hang out with my friends and have dinner and drinks for two, three hours. You have time. It's, How important is it for you to make that change, right? And that's mm-hmm. the mindset part. You have to talk to yourself. You got to admit to yourself uh, how it is you're prioritizing this thing, how badly it is that you really, really want it, because we have time. You know, I, I, uh, I'm working on something now, and it's, <laughs> it's funny. What I did in 45 minutes, two days ago, I was like, I should have done this. A month ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, so, we talked about it a few weeks ago, right? Yes. We have time. Mm-hmm. But it's yep. how bad do you really want to change? Or are you okay learning how to pinch that check every two weeks? You know, some people haven't learned to do it so well. And then they're going to wait on the GST, you know, because they know it's coming and they can use that to do that. And then, you know, we're going to file the tax and do this. They, they have become so routine with that. That the idea of anything seems like too much when it's it's really not, you know. And they become dependent on it. And so, yeah. okay, so now something just came to mind though. It's even that with, in terms of how you believe believe in yourself, like your value, do you not feel that you are worthy of living a life that doesn't include struggle, strain? I think sometimes they want to really live a life without it. But I think another thing, as, as you were speaking, is fear. They're so they're mm-hmm. more afraid to fail than they are willing to, to succeed. succeed. Yeah. Yep. You know, you're, you're more afraid to say, oh, what's Tanisha doing again? Right. You, you don't mm-hmm. want to, what's Tanisha doing again? I'm not afraid of that. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Because I understand what the goal is, you know? Right. So if they could get that fear out and focus on what that desire is, yeah, 
then they would do it. I think most people who don't move or most people whose mindsets are affected, I really believe it's fair. And one of the things I like to speak about when I speak at uh, some events is I talk about faith and fear. Yeah. And so this, this is really what I would like to help them make a mindset shift with. Mm -hmm. Faith is the evidence of things not seen, right? Now faith yes, is a substance yeah. of faith hoped for Hope and the for. evidence of things not seen right faith is applying for that job and believing it you will have a great chance at an interview because you have the qualifications so i'm going to go for it faith is going for the interview and it went really well and you believe that you're going to get it right faith is going to bed and taking your clothes out for work tomorrow because you believe you're going to wake up that's right right that's faith mm -hmm. Either getting in the car and going to work and making plans for dinner because you believe you're going to get there. Yep. And fear could stop you from that because you might say, you know what? I'm not going to get in the car because I'm afraid I might not make it to work. Nobody does that. That's but right. it requires the same level of belief. You know? That's it. It's ding, ding, same ding. Level of belief. <laughs> you are believing in something that you can't see. So when you say to yourself that I really want to start this business, but I'm afraid, what if it doesn't work? Why? Are you, what if it does? Mm -hmm. It's but you are believing more in the negative outcome. Why? Mm -hmm. It could go any other way. And so that's usually one of the things that I like to share to help people have a mindset shift is that yes. you're still applying the same level of belief. You can just choose to use it for good or for bad. Mm -hmm. People don't think of it like that. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that because it it's it's as simple as that. It's really that. <laughs> it's really yeah. that. And even That's sometimes it. when I say like I just said it, it's almost like uh huh for me again. Right. <laughs> right. Because it's really that, you know, Shivani, like we're, we're putting belief into something we don't see. So why don't I put it into the thing I don't see, but that I want? Why am I going to put it into the thing that I don't want? Yeah. You know what I mean? uh, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. Love that. Love that. Love that. So what are some tangible examples of that right now that you can give someone who's listening to do like start right now well whatever it is that they really want to you know attempt to do reach out to someone that's you know maybe in the industry that you want to tap into right um ask questions you know you you've been procrastinating about your i don't know i'm in the beauty industry your your lipstick line go for it if you want to start an eyelash business get online and purchase a few get some samples yeah. Okay, you only you only work uh, uh, whatever X amount every two weeks. Well, you, you could start an eyelash business with under a hundred dollars, under a hundred dollars. What is what's stopping you again? Oh, because everybody else is selling eyelashes. There's so many eye. Everybody's not you, right? Have you tried selling? Right. Do you know what will happen for you? You know, and so the really. The only tangible that I could really give a person is to go for it. I don't even like to say try. I like go for it. We do don't it. Try over here. We don't, don't use try. You know, 
And I learned something once that was tough for me to hear. And it's that a lot of times also we don't do it because we, we, we have disappointed ourselves so many times mm-hmm. that we don't actually uh, trust ourselves to carry out the process. You know, so like we say we're going to go to the gym and we don't go. So we don't trust ourselves. We say, I know I want to lose 20 pounds. And then we go buy a Cinnabon. <laughs> I say Cinnabon because that's my favorite, right? Uh, <laughs> subconsciously, you no longer trust yourself. So if yes. you tell yourself that you want to do this, but you're doing this, something that's going to give you the complete opposite result, why are you going to trust yourself that if you buy these lashes, that you're going to do what it takes to get it out there? And it's, it's a real thing. Right. So a tangible would also be starting with something that requires the discipline, like waking up at four 30, five, six, you know, some people sleep till 10 o'clock, like, you know, like the day is done. (laughs) Right. For real. There's, I mean, the difference between four and 10, that's a whole lot, but even if, yeah, six, yes. My goal is 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Consistently 6 a.m. Yeah. That, that in itself is, I believe, routine is yeah. a game changer. Yep. It's a game changer. So set that structure for yourself. Tell yourself, I'm going to get up at six. I'm going to, you know, listen to something. It's important to start your day with the right material. Listen to something. Go to YouTube. Find somebody to listen to that's positive, that's going to motivate you. Listen to that for 10 minutes. Go walk for 30 minutes, come home, have a breakfast smoothie or a healthy breakfast. And that in a routine, do that for the first five days and see how that's going to start to shift and change the way you feel. Yep. Right. Which is also going to change the the things that you do because of what you've done for yourself. You know, that is golden. Yeah, it's golden. It's no, it's no coincidence that saying that says, you know, the early bird catches the worm or, you know, start your day with a morning routine and you will win your day. Like literally it shifts your mindset and puts you in a place of positivity and progression. Like you'll just yeah. be excited to do everything that you want to do. Even if that includes going to your job. That's correct. Oh yeah. yeah love that. Thank you for that. Tea. Welcome. <laughs> Where can the peoples find you online? Well, you can find Instagram at I am Tanisha Wilson. And that's, I'm very particular about the spelling of my name. It is T-E-N-E. It's not T-A-N-I. <laughs> I am Tanisha Wilson. And I am Tanisha on TikTok. Uh, yeah, but on Instagram, I am Tanisha Wilson. Uh, LinkedIn, Tanisha Wilson. And uh, for my, as a it relates to eyebrows. You can find me at the Posh Beauty Boutique yes, website and Instagram. I have to give a plug for the eyebrows. <laughs> if you've been considering, well, first of all, even if so, if you draw on your eyebrows, if you ain't got a lot of eyebrows, like how I did not have a lot of <laughs> and you get up every day and you draw on those eyebrows, women, I know you know what I'm talking about. Stop torturing yourself. Connect with Tanisha and get your your eyebrows ombre on. Listen, the last three years of my life have been the best three years of my life. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going in for another three. Right? 
connect with Tanisha. Get your eyebrows down. Your face will thank you for it. T, thank you so much for being a guest on the Mama Means Business podcast. You are definitely a mama about her business. You continue to inspire not only me, I know your daughters um, and everyone that you're connected with online and offline. Um, I look forward to continuing to partner with you in various, you know, entrepreneurial um, ventures. I love you. You know, you have my heart. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, please stay tuned because um, Posh, the brow brass has a lot of things. Oh, sorry. And Tanisha Wilson has a lot of things in store for you. So please stay tuned. You mentioned a book. You didn't share about the book. Okay. So my ebook, one of the things I learned, I mean, we talk about, you know, passive income. Sometimes we overthink the passive income. I, mm -hmm. I did a workshop with Rick Ross and Rick Ross said that he bought Wingstop because he likes chicken wings. He said he likes chicken wings and he's always buying chicken wings. So he said, you know, let me mm -hmm. just open a chicken wing store. <laughs> <laughs> so he opened a chicken wing store and then he went from one and then he had six and then he had 20 and then it's countless numbers. And so he says, whatever it is that, you know, you love naturally, whatever it is, whatever your most asked question is. Yeah. That's what you need to, to work with. And so for a long time, I'm thinking, man, I'm an eyebrow expert, but people keep asking me about my hair everywhere mm. I go, you know, because I'm usually blonde guys. Okay. This is just for the Barbie trend. And so <laughs> <laughs> people kept asking me about my hair. And so this is the importance of staying connected to like-minded individuals. I went to a networking event put on by Orika of the Oak Spot and, you know, we were just doing some conversation and activity with other uh, women entrepreneurs. And um, I told him I want to write an ebook on how I bleach my hair. And I challenged myself to have it done within that 30 day period. And I finished it in two days and Love wrote it. the ebook. And so my ebook is uh, everything you need to know about getting that bleach blonde hair. And it's called, oh uh, I think it's, I think it's called that badass blonde. You know, so <laughs> that's my ebook. It's it's at the link in my bio at I am Tanisha Wilson. And I'm telling you, man, like passive income. You know, that's in my it. stand yesterday, literally, I was like, whoa, another one? Whoa, another one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, when people ask me the question in my inbox about my hair, I let them know all the details is at the link in my bio. There you go. You see, yeah. so I, I know I was wrapping up, but you just spoke on something that it, I think also needs to be mentioned about your environment, your circle, pe being around people who share the same level of drive and passion for empowerment and involvement. Um, because you were around, you said you went to a networking event and that's what you shared. And then you had the accountability. You guys set a goal and here you had it in two days where you didn't have to research it. These are things that you already do. We overcomplicate oh, yeah. the process so much. Oh my gosh, like... Oh yeah. And you know, not only did I get challenged and was held accountable, I got help. I got mm -hmm. help by someone else who wrote an ebook, who told me what um, platform to put it on, who looked over my ebook for me before I launched it, you know, mm -hmm. and that was something that she offered. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. again, sometimes you got to be around people who have done what you want to do or who are doing, doing. you know, what yep. you want to do. And um, it, it matters. The help will come. Don't worry about the how. Just start. 
just start yep love it love it thank you t yay siobhan thank you so much for having me girl it's <laughs> exciting i'm so proud time. of you thank you thank you thank you thank you don't worry live event coming soon psst, psst, if you're hearing this stay tuned so thank you again for listening to the Mama Means Business podcast. This was another amazing episode. I am sure that you got something out of this episode that you can take action on today. And so when you do so, I want you to listen to this episode. Um, please tag me on Instagram, Mama Means Business podcast, and let us know what it is that you are taking action on today, because there's so much more for us to go out and get. We just got to do it. All right. Thank you again. And we'll be back for another episode. Stay tuned. Thank you.